This is Leafs Late Night, your night of post-game podcast. Hosted by Roscoe, the fanalist, Southey, Beaner, and Gardy Broder. We did it! Leafs win and we're live. We're live on YouTube. Check it out. Oh, and Darty jumps in right as we start this. What perfect timing. Game time decision. So, Impeccable timing as always. <laughs> oh, yes. Give me two seconds. I will let you guys uh, start this off while I just send out the link for this live show because it's the first time we've done this and I got to get this out. Wait, this is live? We're doing this live? This is live, buddy. You're live on the air. So... Uh, <laughs> Keep that in mind. Dirty didn't even have a chance to comb his beard. No. We're doing it live. Hopped in. We were already recording. So, started off. What do you guys think of that game? Whew. Love it. How can you not love Leafs it? Right? came to play. Yeah. We started on time, boys. Started on time. <laughs> and it looked okay, real so, good. Okay, so, I mean, obviously starting on time. Good one, Randy. Starting Good on one. time is, I mean, finishing on time, playing the whole game on time. They played a fantastic game start to finish. This was, uh, I'm just going to jump to one of our questions here from Mike, because we're going to talk about this right away. Is this the best Leaf performance you've seen of the entire season? Because that was a fantastic 60 minutes. I'm paraphrasing because I don't have it open right now, but yes, I agree. That was absolutely insane. Hell yeah. It. It absolutely was. And the one thing I was thinking this whole game is the last time they played the Tampa Bay Lightning, they obviously got spanked 8-1. And the one thing that really stood out to me was there was an audio clip of Tampa Bay's bench saying how soft the Leafs were. They called them, you guys are so fucking soft. And that was not this team tonight. They came to play, they hustled, they won so many puck battles. Just a huge, huge first game. Oh, this game was totally won in the center ice of the turnovers. Like, they stopped Tampa from getting anything started. Like, the they were just... It's like we've been complimenting them for all season. The pickpocketing, the just being all over everybody on the forecheck. It was amazing. Defensively, they were amazing. Darty, go for it. Johnny, I don't worry. I'm, I'm going to give you guys lots of time. I'm going to make my stupid point loud and freaking clear, all right? <laughs> there has never been a more impactful 49 seconds ever played in the goddamn NHL, all right? You can... Prove me otherwise, and you are effing wrong because the guy didn't even fucking score, and he got the buds buzzing. All right, and Jake was muzzing. I'm sorry that I fucking doubted you, Jake. All right, I don't give a shit who I was last week. I'm with you today. Go Kyle Clifford. Go Jake Muzzin. Go Pierre Engvall. Go Lily. He was out there too, and absolutely all the rest of the boys, including Austin fucking Matthews. All right, that's it. That's all. Yeah. On that point, I mean, we've counted out Muzzin, we've counted out Kasha, just gotta say, like, they both looked great tonight, I gotta just give them an apology from, I mean, I'm not saying all of us did, I did personally. So I can't believe I it. Say, I can't believe it. Because <laughs> I forgot him uh, they, too. They, they played, he was a fucking they played well tonight. Aside and, from his goal, like, no one wanted to be in Muzzin's corner. Anyone that was in there, he was just ramming into the boards, and that made a huge difference in the third period, I thought. Yeah. Th- that is why we got him. Like, that is what every Leaf fan envisioned when that trade was made. And unfortunately before tonight, it really hasn't come to fruition. Yeah. And speaking of coming to fruition, uh, Giordano might be the best pickup at the trade deadline for what they got him for. I mean, Oh my, he was the best defenseman on the ice tonight. Hands down. Him and Brody, all yeah. over the place. The one thing I noticed, because I was trying to watch what it is that he does. Cause he's one of those guys that unless you're paying attention to him, which is kind of, boring to do sometimes you don't notice the little defensive plays but the way that he's able to clear the puck by 
maintaining control of it and carrying it from his zone all the way over right up to the blue line before he dumps it in it kills so much more time than just you know when you get it and you throw it down you get it just across the red line he carries it so far in and just kills as much time as possible oh the leaves are changing cool i'll just skate around alone four on one i don't care the guy's so good how about those blasts from the point tonight? He had a over 97 mile per hour shot. He had oh, another one that was 94 and change. This team has been 19, three and two before tonight's game with him in the lineup. Uh, I'll be the first one to admit that I was iffy about Gio before he came to the team. And I am so happy he's proving me wrong. And this, this team you know, we have one Norris uh, winning defender. They have one w- Norris winning defender. They're the, they're our evil twin, and tonight we came on top. We have a rocket winner. Except, they have a rocket winner. We have a 60-goal scorer. They have a 60-goal scorer. Our rocket winner has two. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Yeah. And to your point, like, Gio's just an adult back there. That guy makes the right decision all the time. He's calm under pressure. You can really, really rely on him, and that's something the Leafs were kind of lacking before. They obviously had good players, but someone who can always calm the play down and always make the right play coming out, that's a huge advantage. Yeah, and it's like we've said, he's been a huge plus in Lilligren's uh, development. I don't think in any other situation we'd really see him seeing playoff minutes. I think that would, be, would have been Justin Hall over him. But yep. because that pair has been so good, how can you split them up? And I'm not saying Justin Hall should be playing. I'm saying that's what we know of Keith and Dubas. They like putting him in, so... I would have seen a minute. Another thing, another thing a lot of people forget, Lily's got a ring. <laughs> Lily played a, a pretty decent part in that Marley's championship. He did. Oh, fair. Well, you know what? Speaking right? of that, that kind of um you know, people always bring this up, like, oh, look at look at Pat Maroon. He's got three rings. <laughs> yeah, Kyle Clifford has two, you dumb fucking morons. Like, <laughs> like that means nothing. <laughs> that literally means nothing. Like it's right, the stupidest. So, sorry, guys, but it's the stupidest Darty's thing. To how many rings someone has? Well, while Darty's hot, how about you take on uh, the Kyle Clifford story of the evening? You want before me to talk we about- get into the power, <laughs> before we get into the power kill of it all, tell us about Kyle Clifford's night. I just want to start by saying that Southey was absolutely right. The first thing he said when he uh, caught Clifford, um, just kind of assing Colton into the boards. Like I'm not I couldn't really tell what he hit with hit him with first, with his elbow, his shoulder, or with his ass. He just kinda like came by, I was like, oh look, screw this guy, and just sent him flying for God knows whatever reason. Like literally it was the most like like why the fuck did you do that? <laughs> like, it's literally like just It was like a drive by. Yeah. No, but it was also just literally just like one of those like like just like fuck this guy moments, right? Like he like he was just in his way. It was just like totally like like again, I said I totally agree with Sadi, even though I kind of like I in our in our chat I kind of like roasted him a little bit, but that's only because like I th- I think our games were delayed, so when I was watching, I was already watching the 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 power kill literally destroy. Like oh my god, it's just like as I said, Kyle Clifford being an absolute dumbass in any other timeline in any other history of the Leafs that would have totally roasted us. That would have ended our game right there. We were probably five minute major. We would have just been done. Agree or disagree. Like any other timeline, we would have just been absolutely destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. The result doesn't negate like how dumb that play was. You know, he's wearing number 43. There's a dirty (laughs) hit. He's sent out. Like we've seen this play before, right? Like that's not in, in past years. Maybe this team would have buckled, but 
it's it speaks volumes to the teams how they just resolved around it and actually like you said dirty that was maybe the best five on four penalty kill i've ever seen yeah. it set the tone for the entire incredible like that after yeah. that point like we they didn't change they didn't stop for one minute that it's like the, that it's like the power kill that never ended like they always seem like they had a five on three advantage like the like for yeah. most of the game <laughs> They collectively said, like, not this year. We're not going to get derailed by whatever's happening outside of the game. We're just going to play, and they did. And I think and that's dirty. the most important thing, is that after the All or Nothing documentary, after the collapse against Montreal, it was the, the story was, what's different this time? What's different about this team? And we heard from management and coaching and from the players, you know, they all feel better about this. This is going to be it. They all... They learn their lessons. You know, it's going to be different this time. We're all like, okay, well, we'll see. But coach, and look at the standings. Exactly, right? <laughs> and if game one is any evidence, they were not kidding. This team knows what they're doing. They are coming to play this time. Like, they're not going to count out their opponent. I mean, last time it was Montreal, to be fair. This time they had to come out and play. But, man... It's like you said, power kill from like you can't recover from not scoring on a five five minute power play. Go ahead, Sadi. Yeah, but to be fair, I think the goal from this whole year was the playoffs, right? The regular season was its own thing, and we had to endure it and get through it, the ebbs and flows. But the main goal, what these guys had, was to not replicate what's been going on in the postseason, and they showed that this was the whole plan for the season. And when it came to game one, it was a whole different team out there tonight. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, the five-minute power play was not even the first one that uh, the Leafs were managed to uh, to kill off. So, Steph, who took the first one there? Brody, I believe, was the first one to take the hooking call. Um, so, this is what really set the tone of the game as well by the referees anyway. You know, we, we call... This is going to get called. You can kind of expect the rest of the game. But for me, I thought some of these calls were totally unnecessary, even though it's playoffs. And we were, someone was saying in our chat that the Boston and Carolina game, they were, they've, they were just doing it freely, whatever they were doing. Like it was nothing. But this mm -hmm. game was totally different for the better, you know, because of the injury <laughs> proneness, especially with Kashe back. But yeah, just... Clifford, just one last thing about Clifford, if we're on him, total bonehead move, man. Like Darty was saying, he's picking off guys. He just kind of fell on one guy, went to the next. He's like, I'm coming for you too. Boom. But the thing I enjoyed about the Leafs was that they did not give up. We lost our hardest hitting, one of our hardest hitting guys on the fourth line tonight. And I didn't notice. If anything, the Leafs played way harder and way better. Like yep. it was one of those narrative changing moments but anyways yeah lots of penalties Maybe two games well, is better than one though right like simmer was still there like we didn't we didn't lose our muscle just because clifford decided to be an idiot <laughs> but, and, and to take it to to your point darty and Southies, that you can't fault him or you can't uh not fault him for it wow awful english <laughs> you have to fault him for doing it even though they were able to kill it off yeah would you have rather to see spezza in that lineup tonight no <laughs> no. no i think they had That's to come out hard and i just want to get what's everybody's opinion here no from Southie. what do you guys think spezza over clifford 
And then I'll let Sadi finish his point. Oh no, I got one before Sadi finishes. I just need to tell you something. Okay, I'm sorry, but can I just get? Hey, let me finish my thing. <laughs> okay, Beaner, go, would go, you go, rather go. Spezza over Clifford tonight? Yes. Yes, Steph. Yes, but I kind of agree with the decision. I don't think Darty. we should show all the weapons at once. Like this was a good move by Keith, in my opinion. Sorry, Darty. So remember when? Sorry, remember when Sadi said uh, he called me? Uh, was it uh, Nostra Darty? <laughs> well, I think Darty Nostra manifested Darty. this this morning. So remember when Darty wrote that stupid thing where it's like Darty's wisdom of the day, and it says it costs nothing to be unkind. Whereas like a lot of people didn't get that. They thought it's like you know it costs nothing to be kind, right? But I wrote that as it costs nothing to be unkind, and I tagged Kyle Clifford in it. Guess which fucking idiot read it? <laughs> I swear to God, Kyle Clifford l- looked at that fucking post. Oh, really? I'm sorry, Dirty. guys. I'm sorry, guys. I I manifested him being a bonehead. <laughs> I will send it to you. I'll send you the screenshot. But Kyle Clifford literally read that. Was like, you know what? I guess it does cost nothing to be an absolute piece of shit. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, so Sadi, what's your point on uh, on Spezza over Clifford here? Um, like I brought up earlier, the Tampa Bay Lightning thought the Leafs were going to be a rollover team or that they were going to play soft, and we needed to have some grit, especially on the bottom of our lineup. I didn't expect him to go that far. He was a bit overzealous, obviously. But having Spezza would have slowed down the fourth line, too, and it wouldn't have been quite the effective checking line that they were. I think Spezza is someone you want to bring in maybe in Game 2, Game 3, especially to give you a bit more depth on the second power play, but not in game one. You needed to have a, a little more sandpaper. Yeah, and I wasn't expecting... I mean, we did we did say after the last uh, Tampa game that you know this was going to be a lot more physical than yeah. I think anybody expected, but I did not expect Nick Paul to be such a pain <laughs> in the ass. Oh my God. <laughs> like he's going to be a villain of the series. I kind of figured. Too bad he's uh, a former senator. He's going to go out just like the Senators did against the Leafs in 04. Yeah, along with his uh, former Montreal Canadian, Corey Perry. Yeah. I... <laughs> yeah, Steph? I think this third line... Sorry, I'm having some connection issues. <laughs> um, I think this oh, third okay. line is super sneaky for Tampa. <laughs> having Ross Colton with Nick Paul is just kind of like our sneakiness of our third line. Um and seeing uh, who was it on the on the second that usually plays on the third line, actually Hagel. So that's a guy, or even Sorelli, yeah. right? Uh, they have options as well to move up and down the lineup. So that's why I'm good with not showing off Spezza right away. Bunting, Sandine, because they also have options. They scratched Bogo tonight. Uh, they scratched another guy tonight. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's unfortunately room for people to get hurt, I'll say. <laughs> but uh, hey, it's bound to happen, especially with how this first one went. Uh, but just back to your point, Steph, on how this game was called. I think um, to compare it over to the Boston Carolina game, people are just beating each other up and nothing's getting called. And then this one, they said, no, 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 we're going to let let the stars be stars and let people that can score score. And I like that. I like that they set the tone early on so everyone understands, like, hey, this is going to be it. There were a couple calls I thought were a little soft, especially for the playoffs, like the ones on Mikheyev. He took two really rough ones. Like, there was that one tripping one. We called it a bit of the uh, the McCabe can opener there, uh, yeah. <laughs> Peter. But um, the the old second one. Old school McCabe. Old school McCabe, yeah. But the, um, 
the second one there, that holding call was pretty soft. I don't know. But I, I'm just Game glad management. that they're... I mean, there was a... We can get into that later. But I'm just glad that they were calling penalties and not just letting people beat each other up just because, oh, it's the playoffs. Anyway, that's my two cents on it. Of course it's McCann, though, right? Like, who, why is he getting two penalties? That, that was <laughs> Public enemy thing. number. Like, <laughs> with, with bunting out, why is McKayev taking on this role? Uh, anyway. So, uh, let's talk about goals, because the Leafs scored a lot of them, and uh, they were all nice. Yeah. <laughs> first, first one, Steph, start us off. Just the way I like it. You know, that big defender shot from the point and no other than Jake Muzzin, Stanley Cup champion. You know, this Whoa. guy knows how to play playoff hockey. This guy is not getting scratched as much as people thought he was going to be the 7th or 8th D down the lineup. No way. Um, the biggest thing I, the second biggest thing I enjoy about this uh, goal actually was that it was assisted by Cash Money Baby, who returns mm-hmm. tonight. So, always a huge sign. This is, my opinion, the dark horse of the playoffs for the Leafs. Uh, he'll be definitely a huge difference maker. But yeah, Muzzin Man, who other? So, Muzzin that was man. nice. Yeah, that was a beautiful shot. And uh, I mean, like we said, we had Muzzin scoring and we had, (laughs) do you know the Muzzin man? I love it. I know the Muzzin man. Muzzin scoring from there. And we had, uh, like we mentioned before, Gio with a couple uh, clappers from the blue line. It's nice to see them taking these shots. And I know, Steph, you've been asking for them for a while. Yes. Muzzin's at his best when he simplifies his game like that. He's hard in his own end in the corners and he has a nice shot from the point. And if he keeps a simple game, he's extremely effective. Yeah. 100%. He knows. Quick interlude here. McDavid just made Jonathan Quick look like me in that. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Really? <laughs> yeah. Beautiful snipe. L- LA's still up 2-1, but sorry. They started scrapping, like, literally at the whistle. Like, Kopitar just, like, I don't know. that As soon as as soon as soon our game ended, I literally just saw Kopitar, like, getting a little... Uh, a little handsy with uh, with McDavid. So that that's probably going to be a pretty rough series. Like, if they're already, like, you know getting that uh, frisky if if the first little bit of the carolina boston game i saw and then the first leaf game and the first period of this game are any indication of what these playoffs are going to be this is the best hockey that anybody has witnessed potentially ever well i mean especially in context of coming out of two seasons where everybody was really just we're trying to throw a season together as best as we can. You know, there's players fighting COVID on and off. People are having games delayed. We're playing condensed schedules. Like this is the first 82 game season we've had in a while and everybody's really Mm -hmm. back into it. So yeah, this, and, and this is the most goals per game we've seen in 25 years. This is amazing hockey that we're getting to see. It's a great point. Yeah. Uh, Just to round off the first period here. So the, the lightning pretty much collapsed once they were unable to, convert on this five minute power play. I mean, the Leafs had more scoring chances than they did. It was crazy. Uh, And then after that, we had Kucherov taking two minutes for cross-checking Brody and uh, Sergachev. So we had, this is his first of two of the basically exact same offense. Nylander coming in on a breakaway and uh, Sergachev is uh, trying to tie him up and takes him down and (laughs) go to the power play. I mean, weren't able to convert on it, but damn, it's nice. Because right after that was when Jake Muslin scored. 
Yeah. A lot of puck battles won for Toronto in the first period. Uh, they did not take their foot off the gas whatsoever. The blocks were crazy. I mean, Nylander had a huge block. Brody, the list goes on. Oh, Even yeah. McKay of dropping Maroon at one point. Um, but the shots were pretty low for the first. Uh, eight for Toronto, five for Tampa. So that tells you a little story there. Also, of course, the the, the penalties. But yeah what just what a ride wow yeah the the first period the Leafs played absolutely fantastic and I mean like we were saying before just not giving Tampa any chance to uh to get set up limiting them to five shots and they weren't great shots to begin with so uh was it in the first period that Stamkos fanned on that wide open net or was that the second the first yeah man those Stamkos chants were great (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so we had Stamkos getting the uh, what is it, the Bronx chant and uh, and Vasilevsky <laughs> that that doesn't happen too often in the same game. On that on that note, wow. too, it took Tampa Bay nineteen minutes Oy. to get their first even strength shot. That's crazy. So as Everyone far as before that chance, was on the power play, uh, chance went tonight. We heard MVP right off the puck drop. Lots of goalies go. We had Stamkos. We had Vasi. We had, there was, man, I have soup, so much soup, man. I haven't heard this many different chants of that arena was so loud. Wait, did he get a shutout? (laughs) Did he? Is this the second time he's gotten a shutout and nobody cares? You know what I mean? Like, it's not the most important thing. (laughs) Right? He keeps doing this. He keeps doing this. The Leafs win in front of him. It's fantastic. Oh yeah. They also didn't let it, let in any goals. Jack. (laughs) He made timely saves, and when the pressure was coming Jack on, Campbell he actually had a really elite. good face-off. Too, Remember, so guys. I knew you were going to say it. Jack Campbell is elite. Yes. When healthy, Steph's yes. Just... When healthy, any goal. When healthy, he it all year. Elite. Yes. yes, and tonight is perfect example, man. Like, everyone played perfectly in front of him. I mean, you can pick on a few things here or there, but Jack Campbell, everyone was feeling it. And when everyone else is feeling it, the building is loud. That's the one thing I want to just point off uh, while we're on this point. I'm so happy the Scotiabank Arena was loud. We did not want a bunch of suits in there quieting up the 300s level. Like It seemed like no one was shy. Everyone was on their feet, as they should, celebrating the best season in franchise history and now game one at home for the first time since 2002. So yes, I'm so happy everyone has been you know, in it to win it. No doubting, and yeah. And it's a win it. No no offense to Freddie. I loved Freddie. He stood on his head a lot for the Leafs. But how refreshing is it that the saves that are supposed to be made are getting made? Yet again, I don't don't want to throw him under the bus, but Mm -hmm. Soup has looked so good. Well, he is under the bus because I'm pretty sure it was an anti-Ranta is uh, (laughs) in net. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah yep. he's out for the first two or three games yeah but to Beaner's point it just gives the whole team such a next level of confidence knowing that guy behind you is going to make the saves that he has to make yeah. it lets 100%. you play with more you think Freddie looked at you know, uh, who they were going to face and way. saw it was the Bruins and decided he was going to skip a couple games <laughs> <laughs> I got it oh again yeah no guys I nope <laughs> that groin thing 
I, I mean the knee. It was the knee, right? Yeah. Not uh, can't. We love skater game. rats. If you guys get to the next round, I'm there though. <laughs> I gotta say, I had a bunch of anxiety all day long because Leafs Twitter everywhere is talking about Game One of the playoffs versus the Stanley Cup two-time champions. But while watching this game, I barely had anxiety, and that is rare. <laughs> like good for the you. Buildup. Well, the fans, and you know how it's so yeah. talked up? They made it worse for than what it actually is, you know? Like, this game tonight was solid. The first three minutes, I found they were a bit lullish. We were trying to feel each other out. The Leafs lost the first five. I'm glad off. that you were able to remain calm, Steph, because thing. I even mentioned in our live <laughs> Discord chat, join us for every game. We're going to be, you know, watching along. Um, <laughs> even when there were six minutes left and it was five nothing, I was like, I'm not, I'm not calm yet. Not until there's like 30 seconds left. Am I going to be like, okay, finally. Okay, it's over. Because I don't know about you, but I've seen some shit happen. We're, we're all traumatized, right? No, of course. They could have played this like an effort level that done it never so well all, up, all the way up until the last minute and 45 seconds and given up six goals. Like, <laughs> that's just entirely possible in hockey. It wasn't 4-1, though, scared. Johnny. It wasn't 4-1. It wasn't. We are scarred. And that's yes. what matters But it doesn't need most. to be. They. That's something else they proved this year is it can be anything. <laughs> Distinction. My, my wife... My wife normally jokes that it looks like I'm going to have a stroke when I'm watching the game because I'm so tense, like ridiculously tense. It can be the first two minutes of the game and I'm sitting here like white knuckle clutching my knees because we need a goal. But it, it's something about this team and we've been saying it all year. All of us have said it. They seem different. They seem more exactly a, a, a single unit, right? Not just a bunch of people that are playing together. Yeah. They are on a mission to prove everybody mm -hmm. wrong. Every single interview that all of them have done has just shown that hey, they're not they're not happy, they're not satisfied with what they've accomplished. They need to accomplish more, and this just goes to show it that our our faith looks like it's well placed this year. Yeah, and accomplish more they did as the second period because we got to move on. Austin Matthews on the power play with a one timer for the ages to forget his first of the postseason. The rocket winner strikes. Oh my god, it was beautiful. Yeah, I'm just so glad that they scored on the power play. This is what I've been asking for during the playoffs. And if the Leafs can be successful on special teams, I think that will definitely push them over the edge. And, you know, tonight, Tampa not scoring on five power play opportunities. We will not see that again. I bet you any money, right? Like, that was kind of lucky there don't, don't you doubt our power kill <laughs> don't doubt the power okay, fine. kill baby okay fine fine but i'm just saying it's rare <laughs> i have a question okay. for all of you that i uh, maybe beaner might be able to answer but i don't think any of us can answer when was the last time we had a team hat trick whereas we had a power play goal a shorthanded goal and an even strength goal all in the same fucking period that's pretty impressive actually for your first three goals yeah, yeah. You, you. Right, so somebody uh, fact sorry. check us, I look us up, questions. but I, I'm calling the team hat trick, all right? Power play goal, shorthanded goal, and even strength. And the fact that it was all in the same period, too, amazing. I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but that's 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 incredible. That's like, so cool. So good. But part of me wants to say the Colorado game in, like, October, November, when the Leafs just dummied them. Um, 
I, for some reason that game rings a bell to me, but I, I think we did it this year, especially. Just bef- before we move on further here, because I just got another question and it's on the Kyle Clifford thing. Uh, so Thoughty at Swifter underscore Brax, any chance Clifford could be suspended? I don't think he should, but the NHL has a funny way of working. Mm. I think he'll probably get a game. If, if this would have happened in the third, I'd say, yeah, he's probably going to get a game. But the fact that it happened in the first and he was tossed, they probably yeah. will look at it saying, you know what? Yeah, you deserved a game from that. But considering you missed 97% of the game, <laughs> we're, we're not going to give you anything else. That basically time served, right? Also, fair. I guess he did basically miss a game. Colton was yeah. kind of Sorry, a jackass the rest of the game, too. So, like, I you know, if you just based on the fact that, hey, the guy probably deserved to get boarded, then, like, there you go. <laughs> if he didn't. <laughs> and if he didn't, didn't get suspended for the bonk, there was no he's injury not getting either, suspended so. for the that. bonk. <laughs> well, maybe that might add to it. You never know, right? Like I don't know. Very valid point. <laughs> yeah, we all. Yeah, because they, didn't, they said, "Hey, hey, you know, we let you slide on the bonk. This one, we'll give you a game for." That could have been a warning. Maybe but they should give they should give uh, Razor Ramon, aka Pat Pat Fat Pat, a fucking game if he does something too. Then right because. He's oh, not bro. being any better. Like he's sneakier, but he'll 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 do something dirty. Him or Perry. No. By the way, I love that Johnny's drinking his Logan water out of a mason jar. It looks like he's drinking shine. Yeah. It is water. <laughs> Straight shine to calm his nerves <laughs> after a game. Bath All right. So in. second period, about five minutes in here, Mikhail Sergachev takes another penalty for the exact same thing. Uh, this time on David Kampf coming out on a breakaway, and uh, he holds him. But I think this time he gets, uh, yeah, he got a cross-checking call on this one. But uh, same deal. Leafs go back on the power play. Love it. Sergeyev looked such like Jake Gardner that whole game, and I was so pleased. I was, like, so pleased it wasn't us. Yeah, and that was, uh, it was that one, and then Jan Ruda went for cross-checking on Mitch Marner, which put the Leafs on the 5-on-3, which everybody... Was like you know oh the dreaded five on three Leafs never score on this but yeah. hey baby Matthews. So then, which... speaking of that five on Go three, on. sorry Johnny. No, do it. Um, I don't recall seeing them having that setup before, having the two guys behind the net on either side. Mm-hmm. That was nice, eh? Yeah. It was a really smart play by Matthews too because he held up going down to like the face-off dot because he knew he saw the play developing and by the time he got there just it was perfect timing to get his speed when he was coasting uh, in and all his weight on that shot beautiful shot i noticed throughout oh, the yeah. game there's a lot of uh, leafs who found themselves parked behind exactly um the opposing goaltender's net and uh food for thought for later is that's like given how much space a lot like i don't remember who exactly was in the you know in the back there but uh this season has been the season of the michigan right like <laughs> someone who's going to attack the net that way might it might serve them well to know how to do that because if you have nobody around you you it's a fucking damn good time to fucking try <laughs> justin hall yeah but you justin hall. you know there's someone who made playing behind Matthews the net tried a few famous. times oh i wonder who that guy yeah. is, <laughs> is that gretzky his? he scored a couple goals from back there i don't know why players don't use it more often that's how i scored yeah. all my goals in like uh-huh. any nhl video game i could never score them any other way <laughs> <laughs> so trash. <laughs> All right, so Leafs take three penalties in a row. One on Ilya Mikheyev, which we mentioned earlier was a Garbo holding call on Jan Ruda. Labushkin takes uh, two for interference on Nick Paul. And then, yeah, uh, Engvall and Hagel kind of got in a little roughing 
match there at the end of the second. But the first one there on Mikheyev is what led to the power kill to strike first here. Finally, in this, it's been a while. They've, I mean, they've got 13 shorthanded goals coming into this game, but it's been a while since they scored one. There's kind of that stretch where they were just on fire. But here we are, the campfire, 3 nothing. Love it. He looked like. Thank you for tweeting my picture out again, Steph. I love that. So. <laughs> of course. That uh, he looks like Mario Gosa his... scoring the goal. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. Sully, go ahead. <laughs> as nice as Camp's goal was, that was all Marner. He was behind the Leafs net. He saw that a big hit was coming. He took it, still made that pass. Obviously, Camp scored. But maybe in the regular season, Marner doesn't quite take that hit. But in the playoffs, it's a whole different animal. And yeah. you saw the whole Staff team sacrificing uh, their body for players like I'm just like that. so glad Cam got it by Vasilevsky. You know, like this oh, yeah. This is not the first eight options that come to mind on this roster to get it by Vasilevsky. And um, wait for the power kill <laughs> to set the tone. Game one, right? And to let all of Leafs Twitter and Insta and everywhere out there that the power kill was coined by Leafs late night. So you, you heard it here first a couple months ago. I know it's floating around. It's trending. But you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Hell yeah, you did. And, uh, did you see the... Oh, sorry, Johnny. Did you see the breakdown on the intermission of Camp's shot? How, no. decep- how deceptive he was with the stick and Bieksa, one of the few the things down? he says that I agreed with, um, <laughs> broke it down how even just being around a player like Matthews can have such a profound effect on everybody. Because coming in, the way he had his stick, the way the blade was positioned was as if he was going to go crossbody towards Vasilevsky's glove. And as he was flexing his stick at the last minute, he changed the angle of the blade. So Vasilevsky had way. already bit glove which opened up the blocker. It's just, I love seeing little things like that when they can catch it on video and break it down. It's awesome. That is really cool. I was just going to, uh, I mean, that's a that's a technical way to break it down. I was just going to say <laughs> his best friend, Kasha, is back in the lineup, so he was probably feeling good. <laughs> it's nice when they're together. <laughs> right? Like country like they came mouse. up together. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then Mitch Marner picking off a beauty one to close the period off and make it four nothing. Like, what is going on? Twitter was erupting. Scotiabank Arena is erupting. The Maple Leaf Square is just going absolutely wild. Like, this is not what anybody expected coming into this game. The first headline Marner breaks 18 game playoff drought. Of course. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Magic Mitch. Magic Mitch. <laughs> what a play by Riley behind the net, though. See him coming. Obviously, that Mitch is so loud on the ice. No other, but great, great assist by Riley. Yeah. Sorry, what's that? What was that, uh, Darty? I just said Riley showed his veteran status on his team. Like he's playing like a an absolute gentleman of the Leafs organization, and uh, he went out there. He. Uh, Got a little fisticuffs. Uh, it looks like his fists were a little bloody, so I don't like that oh, yeah. necessarily because, like, obviously I don't want him to get hurt. But at the same time, like, he was just he, – he saw that Leafs passion in his eyes, in all of them. <laughs> but it was just nice to see that we do forget that Riley has been on this – I said he's been on this team. He was in the locker room when that moment I keep always referring to with uh, Phil Kessel going, uh, <laughs> good one, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was a part of that, right? So it's like it's good to see um, 
like just that <laughs> absolute passion. All right. Leaves forever. There you go. Yeah. Beaner. Beaner? He's the He's only hungry. one who's been there through everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The only one. So it's it's awesome to see. And I don't yeah. know if it's the extra confidence from the contract that he got or or what, but he's he's taken a big step this year, and it's noticeable. He's the last, last guy left. He was left. so solid tonight. What's that, Steph? He's the last guy left. He wants to win. Oh, yeah. He's been through yeah. so many I mean, he was in the partners. organization... He was in the organization when the collapse against Boston happened. I know he wasn't playing, but I mean, he's been here through all of that. He was drafted in 2012. Like, Yeah. And he wants to be here. Like, this guy could have let his contract go out and get a huge ticket, but he wants to be a Maple Leaf. Yeah, it also helps that his girlfriend is a massive Leafs fan. Right <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Tessa. And I was joking that uh, that little zoom in on his knuckles when they were bloody was just for her. <laughs> what a yeah. uh, <laughs> flex the uh, it's funny i made a, a note the other game <laughs> when the leafs got smacked by tampa that they would not have an opportunity to score five power play goals uh in a playoff game and there wouldn't be 110 plus penalty minutes True. there were 113 penalty minutes tonight Ooh. so i stand extremely corrected yep yeah 113 were there really minutes when all was said and done wow there are a lot of penalties here to go through like the third period. I mean, the second period alone was bad, but the third period is the disaster. We had people. Tossed, I gotta say, like, though. Anyway, a lot of 10 minute ones. That's what added up to it. So the yeah. third period when Steph? things got a little cray cray yeah, sure. and people going after, you know, we had uh, Riley and Maroon and Perry and Maroon going after Simmons and Simmons just, you know, this was very surprising for me, and this just shows how smart this guy is. He knows not to engage with these two boneheads, especially on game one, and just let it go, glide away, huge smile on his face. They've He already knows what they're going to say. He already saw his friend Cliffy get booted, you know, like... We need these types of guys in the lineup, and I was very impressed with Simmons today with how he handled the third period. But he got tossed anyway. That's what I don't <laughs> understand is he was smiling and skating away, and then they pan the camera around, and just chaos erupts behind him. Everybody is fighting, and he's like, I'm fine. But they threw him out anyway. He he, he did he did get involved with it. Yeah, though. everyone was... he. He came Everyone back calm like, one second. And then they he, immediately, it was him and um, who else got tossed from the Leafs there? Everybody. Everybody that was in that yeah. altercation at that point got Riley, tossed. Perry, yeah. Riley, Simmons, everybody. Oh, oh, I'm saying it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, I hear you, bums. <laughs> it could have yeah, been, been worse. 10 times worse. There could have been a bloodbath on the ice, but instead it was on Stamkos's jersey and Rudda's face or whoever got slashed there. I'm just glad no one seriously got injured for the Leafs anyways. Um, and they handled it, right? At the end of the day, you have minutes left and they won't stop. Yeah, you're going to get agitated. Then people are booted. It's 5 nothing in the game. Um, obviously, you don't want to let that happen next game. But yeah. The thing I was most impressed with was as soon as somebody came after JT, he just stepped back and Simmons came in. And we were all talking in our chat. We're like, why are Simmons, Engvall, and JT Engvall. out together? And then as soon as JT gets touched, Engvall and Simmons jump in. And they're like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, oh, 
Yep. They're protecting the captain. <laughs> That's why. Spencer doesn't have to defend everybody. What is going on? I love this team. Yeah. It was Inkball, so great. right in there. This tough guy, man. Like, oh, I'm tonight, obviously, it's not like previous years. This team is different. We're on repeat, right? Like, they start something and they close it out. You know, like that 8-1 game, told, like, just burn that page, you know? This is completely different yeah yeah Tough so and uh, sexy, what if he all right and look looked like one of those latin lovers out there like when he he had like <laughs> buddy's neck in his hands and i'm like man like they go in a close-up i was like why are you so freaking attractive bud like jesus like <laughs> like he, he kind of needed a little bit of a bloody face i was like this guy like were you in a fight or were you on like you know one of those romance novels but he was like not only is he good looking but he's also got a good strong fist too because it was nice to see the giraffe like you know show some show some hustle oh yeah and uh how about how about <laughs> how about to close it off uh andre vaseline with a little slip up behind the net there <laughs> no kidding a little bit of a unusual uh, play Mark by Andre him, Fleury but good read there. by Matthews. Anyway, uh, coughs it up behind his own net. Matthews jumps on it, and whoops, five nothing. Speaking of Andre Vaseline, I just want to remind you guys that we picked up Jack Campbell as a repl- as, as a backup for uh, Anderson. All right, so a guy that Dubis picked up as a backup goaltender is outshining Andre Vesnilevsky. Also, um, a guy that Dubas picked up as a fourth line potential prospect just won most points by a rookie in the season in Michael Bunting. Congratulations. We Yes. We brought up the point earlier how much the Leafs were playing behind Vasilevsky. Do you think that was a game plan going in? Because obviously in front of him, this guy is so big. He's so good laterally moving. Like he sees everything. But behind him, you can have guys sneaking in like Matthews and Warner. So. Had to be, and they scored a few goals. Yeah, like we definitely that watched a lot of Vasilevsky game, game take. Game Wait, take before they came into this one. <laughs> yeah, sorry, John. Man, it's the delays here. I apologize for jumping in. It, I get a lot of oh, dead no space problem. on my side, so it's probably my shit internet. Sorry, folks. Don't worry about it. So uh, Leafs own the faceoff dot twenty eight to twenty three. I love whenever JT takes the circle and they put the stat up that it's like at least a 65% chance that he's going to win it. It's like, okay, thanks. Thanks, just, uh, John Tavares, for being uh, Justin. What am <laughs> Justin. I talking about here? It's okay. I called Justin you Josh Tavares. the other episode. So, like, we're <laughs> noted Leafs wrong. captain, just <laughs> noted Leafs captain, Very Justin impressive. Tavares. Uh, yeah. After losing they, the first yeah, five I mean, draws of the game, five, that was a pretty impressive great. stat. Uh, shots, Leafs 33 to 24. Hits, 56 to 36 for Tampa. Oh my god, this was a physical game, but I did not... I mean, I don't really trust these hit counters that much, like what they consider a hit and what they don't. Because when I was watching this... Yeah, Darty, that's a great great little emote for this. Because I saw there were plays where the Leafs had like one, two, three hits in a row and getting the puck back and turning it around. So, I mean, sure, Tampa threw more, but I think the Leafs were better about it and more meaningful with it. They blocked shots, like we said, too, so... Yeah. I thought what was impressive was the Leafs, like they finished their checks when it was there. They weren't going out of the way and getting themselves out of the play to finish hits, but they were doing it in a smart way. 
and oh, like course. a punishing yeah. and way. those things are gonna add did up they count reverse hits four, the leafs five, did a, i count at least five or six where the leafs just stopped and let the guys fucking run into them and get decked <laughs> like they like they must they, be learning from uh poppy chulo's uh culo grande because they love to just like oh sorry you just ran into my behind <laughs> Eat that ass they, they definitely do like peter forsberg perfected that right I, I remember mm-hmm. back in the day that was all he did because guys were trying to yes. run him over from behind um but it's it's hard to lay hits when you have the puck the whole game you can't hit when you have the puck right so definitely i don't have the number in front of me because i can't i didn't think about finding it before i started talking about it but the leafs definitely led in possession even the broadcast was talking about that all night oh yeah they were all over the place with it and like i said defensively and and forechecking was just fantastic okay so dirty your favorite stat i I know to win a meter i didn't even want to bring it up i looked it up ahead of time and i was like oh god he's gonna say it he's gonna say it (laughs) 91.8 percent oh my god that's, isn't it shot attempts and whatever you said it was last time? Ooh. Yeah. The, yeah. It matched my eye test yeah. perfectly, so I was okay with that. Time I saw that. I was like, I'm not complaining. <laughs> yeah. All right. So since we're live, uh, feel free to send us questions in the chat here on YouTube if you are with us there. Um, otherwise, we are out of questions and we are going to premiere something super fun here on the show. Thank you to our guest who filled in while I was gone uh, working with Southey on a fun Christmas movie. But uh, Marty Zilstra, a.k.a. Darty, what do you, what do you want hey, to call yo. him today? Isn't he like Austin Rocket Richard Matthews now? Or Yeah, he's got something new now. I can't Austin keep track. Matthews Not like I didn't Rocket? tell him to do that, right? <laughs> Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews Rocket at TML Fan and Van Marty Zilstra has been so kind as to let us premiere one of his new tracks, his new track, Out of Control. So you are hearing that here first. Here it is in all its glory. Thank you, Marty, for letting us do this. Out of Control. We met on the ice. It was almost 18 below. All your friends were nice. Awesome. Love that. Thank you, Marty, so much for letting us premiere that here. Love the hockey tracks. I love that just there's a hockey anthem vibe to everything that you do. It's just so much fun. Um, so, Steph, go ahead. He said the original lyrics were uh, Go Leafs Go on that.
Yeah, I wasn't sure if we were allowed to say that, but yeah, uh, Marty let us in that the original lyric <laughs> there was Go Leafs Go, and I like that so much better. Sorry. But uh, we'll, we'll... <laughs> you heard you some little uh, insider tips here. But he lives out in so, Van City, so he knew that like tire fires would start if uh, if that got released, so with those lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know how they uh, how they do out there with their the riots <clears throat> anyway sorry <laughs> is, that, is it too soon it's been like 12 years since that happened anyway so uh leafs win fantastic taking game one one nothing we'll be back live again for the next game which will be super fun but we've got a couple things to do here before we head out one of which is give away an austin matthews jersey and uh the other one is go through some predictions here for the other brackets uh you know give us we're gonna give you all our picks and see how we all do here because that's part of doing shows like this right and uh there was something else we wanted to touch on some signings yeah I believe. yes a couple prospects cool so what should we start with here let's start with uh let's start with the other brackets what's going on here what's going on around the league so tonight we had Boston and Carolina. Um, sorry, I'm just pulling up the games. One sec, I had them. St. Louis and Minnesota. Thank you. Start of the start of the second. Uh, Edmonton had just tied it up, and then LA just went and scored another one to go up three two. Ooh, and it's Ooh. yeah three nothing St. Louis. Hurricanes winning five one over the Bruins. So what do you what do you guys like so far? For let's start with the East. Hmm. Uh, Atlantic, yeah, to start. I like that the Carolina Hurricanes won five one tonight. Oh my god, with Anti Ranta and Net. I'm surprised. So, if if we're doing Atlantic, here we go. Now I'm, I'm uh, sorry. All good. If we're doing Atlantic, I'm picking the Leafs clearly. Yep. And I believe I had them set in six. I'm picking the Capitals in seven. Ooh, baby. See, Over the Panthers. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> so let, let's and, let's leave it let's leave it there for now. So we'll do the okay. So you've got Leafs in how much? Six. Leafs in six and caps in seven. Yeah. I am gonna say Leafs in five, caps in six. Sadi, go ahead. You're muted, bruh. 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 <laughs> now you're muted again. Oh, there we go. God damn it. Oh, oh so, no. Darty, how about we'll start with you while Sadi fixes his audio here? Yep. <laughs> oh, okay, so I'm just going to tell you this right now, though, because I just want if I bring it into the, the ether or the atmosphere or whatever, like at least. Um, at least then, like nothing I ever predict actually comes true, right? That's uh, I fucking hope. <laughs> Usually it's never like this, all right? But I, I thought the Leafs were going to lose this game and then they would go on to win the next four. And then someone important in my life said, no, the Leafs will win this game and go on to lose the next four. So I was like, no, 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 don't do that to me right now. So we're really, I'm really hoping the Leafs actually continue to hold their guns and stick to it. I don't expect them to win every single game, but I hope, I'm, think, I'm saying the Leafs in, f- in five. I said the Leafs in five, so I'm going to stick to that. And uh, <clears throat> Capitals versus Panthers, though, that's a, like, it's a tough one, right? Because like the Panthers are the best team in the regular season, right? So should we should not expect yep. we should we expect them to be great? But then it's Ovi, and it's Tom, it's Wilson, right? Curse like, of Joe Thornton. Like, <laughs> Joe Thornton's his own curse, all right. 
hey, we're so good in the standings, right, coach? It's like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I now he's Joe on Thornton. Florida. That's the I point. I love Joe Thornton, but it's like, come on, man. Like, you're what how you old now? And that's like, like, who taught him to play like that? Like, like mentally. San you know? Jose. Like, that's just a All lazy of, way of that, thinking. They did that. San Jose did that every year. They were so good in the regular season that they'd be gone the first round. Like if I said to any of my coaches growing up, I would have been permanently benched. Like, <laughs> instead of just like regularly benched. So I'm saying I'm saying Capitals over Panthers, even though I really don't. So who do you got to. here, Jardy? Like I am saying Capitals over Panthers. I'm saying Leafs over Tampa. Obviously, it's Leafs late night. Like, oh, like we're homers. <laughs> and uh, are we moving we're on homers? to? Care- are- do people think we're homers? <laughs> I think people think all <laughs> all Leafs podcasts are huge homers. But are we going on to Carolina, oh. Boston, talking about that yet, or no? We're just not yet. Not yet. Just these okay. two. Yeah. So Leafs and I'm saying Leafs and Capitals. Move ahead. Just okay. these two for now. Steph, what about you? Leafs in six, Panthers in five. Ooh. Okay, so we've got three <laughs> for Washington, two for uh, Florida. Exactly the picks. only difference here, really, apart from games. I'll say Washington six. Okay. I didn't give you a timeline. Washington six. In six, got it. All right, so Beaner, we'll come back to you here. Carolina, Boston, and uh, Rangers, Pittsburgh. Carolina in six. And the Rangers in five. Ooh. I'm going to go... Shesterkin. Yeah. Uh, as much as I like Crosby, playoff Crosby, it's like mm-hmm. Shesterkin and Kreider's having an insane year, and he's not even the best guy on that team. I just say that because he was the best guy on my fantasy team outside of Matthew. <laughs> um, bah, 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 bah. I'm going to say Carolina takes this. No. I'm going to say Boston takes this because it's Boston and Carolina doesn't have Freddie right now. I'm going to say Boston comes back and wins this in seven, but the Rangers take Pittsburgh down in six. Hmm. So continuing the circle here, Darty, what do you think? Um, I've never been on board with Carolina ever since they got rid of Dougie Hamilton. And it was nice that they picked up Tony D, even though he's like a huge douchebag. But that's never stopped me from liking anybody. All right. Like Tony D'Angelo, he's a tough son of, son of a gun. And uh, I just think Boston is just one of those sneaky. T- I told it. I think they're like assassins. Like they just they look weak. And then all of a sudden they come in and just stab you. And you're like, oh, shit, I'm dead. <laughs> like it's just Boston, you know. So I'm thinking Boston and Boston, either six or seven. I know you want me to pick. So I'll pick six. But I, I honestly think seven, Boston, seven. But um, okay. And then uh, Rags versus the Capitals. And I think the Rags are the biggest pretenders because they got rid of Tony Tony D'Angelo. And they're secretly very soft, even though they have, what is it, Fox? And uh, they still have Truba? Yep. 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 Yeah, but I, I always thought they were missing that one other piece, which was I was like, man, when they got rid of Tony yep. D, I just, I'm like, you picked your goaltender over um, Tony D'Angelo again. Like, sometimes you just need an asshole on your team. Case in point, Kyle Clifford. <laughs> and uh, I'm sorry if the if it's and, Tony D'Angelo or Igor Shostakin, I'm taking Igor Shostakin anyway. But goal goaltenders are the most like some you can't win with goaltenders sometimes, right? Like I'm not mean like win as in like you know actually win a game. Sometimes like they're very mental, right? Like you, you know, Pat, case in point, Patrick Waugh or Freddie Anderson or Robin Leonard, right? Like if you're gonna choose someone on your team over anybody else, don't choose a goaltender. You are going to lose because goaltenders are crazy. Sorry, Bean. <laughs> and <laughs> and I'd rather have a crazy defenseman than a crazy goaltender, right? <laughs> and uh, sorry, that's just my opinion. Roast me. I don't care. I've just seen it too many times. I'll have Patrick Waugh. <laughs> and okay. um, and 
So I'm not picking the rags again, because I just I'm just feeling like they are missing something. And then the Penguins are also kind of like that Boston sneaky team where they they still have a, two assassins on their team, <laughs> Malkin and Crosby. And those guys play right. dirty, surprisingly. They have not cha- they have not gotten any weaker. They're very dirty players. <laughs> True. St. Patrick can't hear you as he has his four cup rings plugging his ears. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steph, how about you? <laughs> Boston that, in six and Rangers in six. Rangers, okay. Okay. I think they make the best pickup at trade deadline. Uh, getting Andrew Kopp there was really good I for them. I thought they did that. Yeah. Geo is better. Yeah. For the league. Well, yeah, yeah. But I'm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the position that the Rangers are in, they're just. When you've got that grade of goaltending and you've got, you know, some star defensemen coming up and Adam Fox, like, just load up on forwards. Why yeah. don't you? Pittsburgh was what dropping a whole bunch of games the last month. Uh, well, he. They kind of screwed one of my weeks in fantasy, which ended me losing one of my leagues. Uh, I don't know what was going on with them, but I don't know. So I choose Rangers. Okay. Savvy. (laughs) I got Carolina in six because I trust Rob Brindamore's coaching. These guys are playing a really, really smart system. They buy into everything he says. They're a tough team to play. And then I got the Rangers in seven. Pittsburgh is missing Jari for the first two or three games. And I think that's what's going to tip the scales. Had he been playing from game one, I probably would have picked Pittsburgh in six. So that takes us over to the West. Let's start with... mm, Let's start with the other side. LA and the Oilers and Calgary-Dallas. Beaner? So... I, judging by what I'm seeing here, I'm going to have to say that Edmonton LA is going seven games because Edmonton just tied it up 3-3. Oh, no. Oh, oh this no. this game is wild. Um, I'm going to say Edmonton pulls it out, but in seven games. Okay. And okay. then the, the Flames are going to win it in five. Yeah, I'm with you there. I don't think Dallas, like... As well as they've been built for the playoffs in the past couple of years, like they play a good shutdown game, like we saw with the Islanders too. I just don't think they can stop Calgary. I mean, Calgary's built top to bottom. With like Markstrom's been fantastic. That first line is just absolutely insane. Their defense are great. Like I, they're not stopping Daryl Sutter's Flames. So I'm saying the Flames in four. Uh, I don't think Dallas is going to win a game. Wow. And. <laughs> That's going to be probably the only sweep. No, there's going to be a sweep here. in the other part in the other part of the West. I know which one you're thinking of, and I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be. Um, and Edmonton, LA. I'm we'll going get to, to say it. LA and seven. Who the heck do you think is sweeping? I'm going bold on this one. Wow. And Darty, go for it. Yeah, I'm liking I would, it. I honestly like the only team I think would be sweeping is Calgary. The others, I think, would I think might surprise you. I don't know why. I think there's a lot of life left in those other brackets. I'm not I'm not sure if we moved on to them yet, but we're we just doing Calgary and Dallas right now. Calgary, Dallas, and uh, Edmonton, LA. I just feel like hasn't Dallas's goaltending kind of been shaky? Unless I'm incorrect. Yeah, I mean, they've, who do they have? Otter and Wedgwood Bishop, Ottinger and Wedgwood, Wedgwood, right? Hmm. 
but just Calgary's an absolute wagon. I just feel like Calgary will outmuscle yep. them. Like again, sleepy Joe Pavelski. Like maybe he they can play a stand up game against like a team that's on their you know last breath, like the the Golden Knights. But Calgary's, I don't know. Like unless they can somehow stump Calgary, I just I just don't see it. Um, sleepy Joe quietly had his first eighty point season this year. Yeah, he, yeah. Like that was a nice little uh, nice little background grab for him. Did. And Sorry, the last time, last time Dallas went to the went to the Stanley Cup Finals, though he was trash and garbage, which is again, oh, yeah. like why I was talking about how these uh, Lightning are pretenders. All right, like uh, it's, it should be more reason for the Leafs fans to be upset that we didn't beat the Habs. All right, like, <laughs> but um, uh, Oilers in LA, that's gonna be a slugfest. It's going seven. That's going seven. unless something terrible, terrible happens, like to you know, huge injury or something like. I think that's going seven. But again, it's also Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. I f- there's also a possibility that they just somehow outshine what Andre Kopitar. And is Drew ja- Drew Doughty still playing or is he done? He's done. No, he's done. So, so who do they have for, who, who's for their big season. who's their big name like defense defenseman then on on no. LA? Yeah, Alex Edler. Uh, and Sean wasn't he like Dursey. big on, for like Vancouver? Like I. I I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. Jersey's All right. Yeah. Oilers, Oilers and six. Oilers and six. Sorry. Jersey, yeah. yeah. Phil Deneau, baby. Phil Deneau, the offensive defenseman. He's going to shut or the defensive offenseman. <laughs> I don't know what to call He's him. He's going to be too busy. The, eating a greasy the guy who could shut down anybody in the playoffs like he did last year, but also scored more than 50 points this year instead of like five goals. And we were all touting him as being fantastic. So I think between Kopitar and uh Deneau, don't don't count them out like they're going to be able to shut down a lot of offense there because Edmonton's like unless they can get it going they're not that consistent so I don't know who do you have in seven dirty uh I said I okay well I was saying the Oilers in LA would go to seven but then I just re- I, I said like I I thought LA still had Doughty I, I like Doughty right so I don't pay oh, attention sorry to so you said much. six so I said six yeah. okay so Steph go ahead um, I stand by my position that Dallas will get swept by any team that faces them. So Calgary in four and Thank you. Uh, Edmonton in seven. Okay. I think I'm the only one on LA. I love it. Yeah. And Southie, close us off. I have Calgary in five because I think Dallas will squeak one out. But for Edmonton and L.A., L.A. is the lowest scoring playoff team going into this, whereas Edmonton has obviously Leon Ooh. and Connor McDavid, and I have them in five games. Depending they can if get Mike the If Mike Smith can keep it up, need, man, like, I think that could be the difference five. maker here. Yeah. we got a 40-year-old goalie against a 36-year-old goalie. Also, when did Jonathan Quick all of a sudden become 36 years old? I feel like this guy was a, a kid last I remember. Time flies when you're it's having nuts. fun. I'm getting old. Time flies. All right, so last one here. We've got Big Bad Colorado against Nashville, who is sorrowless. And uh, Marc-Andre Fleury and the Minnesota Wild against the St. Louis Blues. Beaner, what do you think? Wild are going to win in six. Okay. And the Avs are going to sweep Nashville. Ooh. Ah. See, I think... Saros is missing the first two games for sure. The first two? Okay. 
Yeah. I wasn't sure. So what you're going to put David yeah. Riddick in net against Colorado? Did you see the play he made the other night? Where he went to go catch the puck and he turned and ran straight into the net. That was amazing. Pulled an off. That was like oh, Matthews is... skating into the crossbar. Exactly like Matthews <laughs> skating into the crossbar. It. Just want to take big save, Dave. Yeah, no, great question. Sirens low. Yeah, Colorado is sweeping Nashville. I don't care that Duchesne had a great year. I don't care that uh, Philip Mustache Forsberg had a great year. This will be the sweep. Bold. And then Minnesota is going to beat the Avs. What what about Roman Yossi? What about Tanner Janot? Like, they've got a really good, solid team together. Kale McCarr, Miko Rantanen. I'm not saying they're going to... Dogs coming back. I'm not saying they're winning the series, but I'm saying I don't think they're going to get swept. Did you bring up Miko Rantanen? Kadri suspended. I was just going to say, Kadri is one rough play from missing all of the first round. We all know this. So he'll be suspended. All you got to do is yeah, just exactly. send somebody after Kadri, shut him down. McKinnon's turning into kind of a hothead too. Like I honestly think with the year that Roman Yossi's had, they might be able to squeak out two games against them. Mm-hmm. But I honestly, at the end of the day, Colorado's going to win this. Their goaltending's just not as great as I, everybody talks about McCarr and, Mc, and McKinnon and how great these guys are. We just forget about the fact that Darcy Kemper is not that good. Like, and also not very playoff tested. So, whatever. I, I don't think they're as Fair a point. lock for a sweep. So, I'm going to say it's going to go six games with Colorado, but they're still going to win it. And for Minnesota and St. Louis, oh, man, this is a tough one because St. Louis is a really deep team. But Minnesota's got some firepower. So what Caprice off and flurry. Yeah, honestly, that's where I'm leaning because St. Louis doesn't like Huso's been good, but ah man, this is gonna be a tough series. I think this one might go seven. You know what? I'll say um, I'll say Minnesota in six. Darty, go ahead. Oh, you know what? I actually do agree. Like I, when anytime Beaner says something, I actually agree with his facts. All right, I agree with everything he says on paper. <laughs> the problem is. What he doesn't understand is that Miko Rantanen, Gabriel Landeskog, and Nathan McKinnon are all made of glass. And they're playing a team exactly. known as Smashville. All right? And at some point, if they can't win four straight games, they one of those guys is going to get injured, and, and Kadri is going to go to jail. Like, it's not going to collect $200. He's not going to end up on boardwalk he's gonna be he's, he's gonna be in jail right like something's gonna, gotta, gonna be walking let's go gonna be walking home from the game and gary batman is gonna pull him off the street hey, yeah, what did together. i say about last time <laughs> uh, but no like there's a, there's a really solid chance that the avalanche could sweep against the predators but i just like what we're seeing you know everywhere throughout the league now this is playoff hockey all right and nathan mckinnon his his vegetable diet and you know, his, you know, what do you call it? His, um, snap pee crisps. I'm not going to save him when, <laughs> you know, he gets boarded by somebody, which is going to happen. So I don't know, man, like I said, if everything works out on paper for you, Beaner, I'll shake hands, you know, and I'll, as a, as a hockey fan and, and a, a man of my word, I, I will say, okay, Avalanche, you're right. They swept in four, but I said, I'm just worried that like Smashville is going to be Smashville and everything that can go wrong will go wrong for the Avalanche. And so I, my take is Smashville and six. Okay. And then Minnesota, oh, baby, let's go. I love it. <laughs> Minnesota, versus Saint, wow. Minnesota versus St. Louis. I really like Minnesota. I really like flurry. Right. But, um, 
I don't know. There's something about that uh, that that O'Reilly guy, possibly because <laughs> he plays three sports. All right. If you not notice that does he looks, he? does he not look a lot like oh. Jonas Valanciunas and um, and Travis Kelsey? Yeah, that picture was great. That's <laughs> right? But uh, but no, I just feel uh, like I feel like St. Louis is aching for one more, you know, and uh, I think that's the game that'll that that's the series that'll go to seven. I think of all of them, the St. Louis versus Minnesota will go to seven, and it may come down to just good goaltending. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, St. Louis is just so deep. I mean, you brought up uh, yep. Tom, um, what's his name? O'Reilly. There's Thomas, there's Barbashev. Like they've got a lot of guys through that lineup that are, you know, all 50-ish point scorers this season. So it's well, and Tarasenko, right? They still have Tarasenko. And Tarasenko. Yeah, yeah. He's, he came out of nowhere, right? Like he was, he was supposed to be a couple years ago, absolutely amazing. And then he got They're injured balanced, and then yeah. we weren't expecting him to be anything. And all of a sudden he's something again, right? Like, yeah. They have eight players and, I mean, they with thought at least they had... 20 goals. Sorry. Yeah, that's great. I mean, you and I were both, uh, sorry, and Jordan Cairo, you and I were basically just trading off through the entire St. Louis lineup on our fantasy teams all year. Like, as soon as one of us dropped one, the other one picked them up. Yeah, yeah. Because they're just consistent scorers. And I think that's something that's really dangerous in the lineup, especially when, like we've talked about with Minnesota, they they spent a lot of money on Kirill Kaprizov. There's not a lot else deeper in that lineup. Like, I mean, I don't see Minnesota play a lot. Who else do they have deeper in their lineup? not familiar with it um while we're doing this uh steph if you're looking it up so that you want to go first there yes i have colorado in five because i think they have the horses to really take this sorrows is out for the first few games nashville's offense just cannot match colorado's Offense, obviously. Nashville has great defense, but I don't think that will win them any more than one game. And for Ed, uh, sorry, Minnesota, St. Louis, I think that's going to be the closest playoff series in this first round. I have St. Louis taking it in seven. I love Marc-Andre Fleury, one of my favorite goaltenders, but St. Louis seems like they're kind of on a mission. They have O'Reilly. They have the pedigree from a few years ago. And I think that man, it's like I hesitated on saying it was going to go seven, and then everybody else is like, "God, seven. I'm like, shit, I just stuck with my gut. <laughs> anyway, I could have been. I just like to be part of the group. Hey, uh, Beener, Minnesota Beener, six. If I'm, if I'm wrong, if and I know I am going to be wrong about the Colorado series, I will. Uh, I'll send you all my. Uh, you can pick whether you prefer uh, Starbucks or Tim Hortons. I'll I'll e transfer you my uh, my rewards <laughs> points. All right. If you're feeling bougie, you can take the Starbucks, but you know they got a pretty good. <laughs> All right, so Steph, what depth pieces were we forgetting you about heard it on here. Minnesota? Um, sorry, I uh, just uh, had a little brain. Or here, do your picks. Do your pick first. Yeah, Felino, Hartman, Fiala. Oh, Fiala. Yeah. Okay. Cool. In my bracket, I chose Colorado, but after this talk, I'm honestly gonna change my mind and pick oh, Nashville. Amazing. In six um i totally agree once wow. that core goes down they're gonna be lit up into flames um i love this minnesota st louis this is tough and the only thing that pushed minnesota over the edge for me was the goaltending i think if binnington starts a couple of games out of the series that's what's going to bring them down and if binnington drops these games he's going to lose it for them 
and and it's unfortunate mm. because he's the guy who won it for them all, right? But this year he's he's unable to bounce back for some reason. I don't know what's happening with him. So yeah, Sadi, you wanna you wanna get in on this? You and I versus Steph and Dirty. Colorado, Colorado <laughs> wins. They give us Tim Curds. Oh, Nashville wins. We give them Tim Curds. Oh, I love this. Sounds good. Oh, um, this is great. I'm yeah, it's on for sure. I'm a degenerate gambler, I of think, course. Uh, Nashville is going to be the team to surprise people in the playoffs, and you know the big dog going down first. I think maybe Colorado. <laughs> I love this. Okay. So we will revisit all of these picks once the first round is wrapped up. I mean, we'll have to kind of sporadically do this because some will be done before others. But uh, with that, let's move on because we're at an hour 10 here. Uh, Let's give away. I know, right? Let's give (laughs) away a jersey. Let's do it. Finally. Let's do it. So, uh, Steph, if you want to uh, just take it away for a sec and kind of, you know, yeah. Take it away for a sec. I want to get some people in here so we know that we're giving away. Thank you, everyone who submitted the code words since uh, last Friday and shared the episode, gave your reviews, their ratings, everything. You know, it's been awesome. Uh, the reason why we're doing this is to show a little bit of a, an appreciation of you guys adding us to your regular routine. Um, we know, well, Leafs late night, every single game and we post a lot. So we definitely appreciate everyone tuning into the show and joining the discord, following us on Twitter, Instagram, all of the above. So we hope to do more of this in the future, especially if, uh, the show grows and all of those ratings and reviews really help. So thank you again. Um, so all of the entries I have down on a sheet and I want to do this extremely fair. So I'm just going to put all of the possible numbers into a number ram- randomizer and whoever's number pops up, I will just look on the Excel sheet and that is the winner. So can you uh, can you share your screen for that or no? Yeah, let me see. Let's just do it. Let's be official. This is totally legal, and everybody has to answer a skill testing question. All right. Yes, you this see is me? not gambling. Oh, at all. <laughs> oh okay. yeah, love that multiple. We are window. nothing but fair here. <laughs> Let's hope we Can get the blue screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got it there now. Okay, so all the entries are here. Let's get a drum roll. Yeah, let me get it. <laughs> And the winner is number 50, and 50 is number, oh, the winner is at sky underscore blue 34. Congratulations, Sky. You are the winner of the Austin Matthews jersey. (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you so much, Sky Blue. (laughs) Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, everybody. Take it away. Sorry. Yeah. No, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say thank you, everybody, for entering and for leaving reviews. It really helps us here at the show. It helps us uh, climb up in those different charts that gets us seen by more people and hopefully gives us more resources to bring you more things. Like tonight, how we are live on YouTube and we did our live watch along on Discord. 
there are many more things like this we'd like to bring you, like being live on Twitter and other platforms, but they're not super easy to be able to do, especially on the budget that we currently have for the show. So thank you so much for supporting us. It means everything. And uh, we'll have more contests moving forward and things like that, and ways you can help out. Another um, thing I wanted to add is uh, with our new, we have shifted platforms where we are hosting our podcast. And there is an option to have a very low cost paid subscription. You can do it as low as 99 cents a month to have access to different special episodes that we would do. And I just want to know if that's something that anybody would be interested in, whether that would be, you know, if we do separate betting episodes or prospect talk ones or even Darty's morning dart. You know, if you wanted more of us than the Leafs late night post game show, uh, let us know and maybe we'll explore that for next season. We can add, like I said, it's as low as like 99 cents a month would be uh, what we could do and, and have access to that extra content. So let me know. We can do things like that. The only issue I see Go is we eat. might have to actually start wearing pants and then like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Since we're on video here, what was everybody wearing for the game? What's your, what if you actually here first before we do that? Do you guys have any superstitions on wearing things for games? Yes, Darty. What do you got? I wore no, like I'm wearing this uh, Austin Matthews T-shirt right now. But uh, yeah. all I wore for the game was just like a classic outfit and a, like just, you know, black shirt you know, slacks and uh, a Jace hat. I don't wear any Leafs paraphernalia on me because I know, <gasps> like, unless I'm at a game, I know somehow it's just, I just, I feel like it causes bad juju. In fact, I, oftentimes I'll wear, I'll wear a, like a Golden Knights hat or something or some team that's not even <laughs> in it, right? Like just to like, you know, just, I, I feel like if I support the Leafs too much, like I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm smothering them, you know, I don't know. <laughs> we may be the unpopular ones there but like i'm the same i mean i was wearing my leafs hat but i've got this black sweater on i'm wearing roots black track pants to be fair it's not what's on on top but what's on underneath that counts sometimes <laughs> and i'm wearing leafs boxers so you know the little choices i'm very selective about about what I wear, I bought a jersey <laughs> when the Leafs first played Boston and they had a huge collapse. And that jersey was a curse for me, so I had to retire it this year. And my girlfriend bought me this one, the Matthews Authentic Jersey. And ever since I've worn it, every game they've won. So I only nice. busted out for really Stuff important games. Tonight I have the um, hat and Didn't the leave the house, so it's just the Maddie jersey for me. But if I were downtown, you you guys know I would be decked out with the tattoos and everything I own. Just just wearing everything, like maybe 100 t-shirts at once, just looking like the Michelin man, you know? <laughs> no, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So scaring everyone around you. God bless you, Steph. Home tonight. All right, we saved uh, what we'll call the best for last year. <laughs> Beaner, show us what you are rocking for the game. I'm I'm making up for you and Darty, that's for sure. So I've got <laughs> oh. um, a couple years ago they made these T-shirts for all the different NHL teams, and it's the logo, but instead of being the color of the logo, it's the nation's flag in the back. So I've got a Toronto Maple Leafs Canada shirt on underneath. I've got my Riley Next Gen jersey on. Nice. I've got my Wendell Clark Major League sock on one <laughs> foot. I've got my Johnny Bauer Major League sock on the other uh -huh. foot. And for special occasions, I break out the Marley's ring. Oh, baby. Hey, yo. Bling, bling. 
<laughs> Look at that goalie. And then obviously the, the big legs. house hat too, the there. Winter Classic from 2014. There you mm-hmm. go. If you charge to show beaner stretching, you know. Little, what a beauty. Well, only beans. <laughs> you know, oh, man. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. Since Least late night yoga one, with beaner. And I asked Instagram this question, and since you guys can grow beards, I have to know. Playoff beard, <laughs> yay or nay? Is it I, a must? I attempt it every oh. year. So I, I've attempted it every year since I've saw the first speck of facial hair on my face. <laughs> and this is this is the most that has ever been here. And it's trimmed up. But this is like I started this in the middle of March. I feel the real competition feel, between me and Beaner. Who can grow the worst? Like who, who can look like 2006 Because neither of us can apparently grow one here. <laughs> what was that stuff? I feel like my leg yeah. hair is longer than yours. But yeah, playoff beard all the way. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, you're welcome to join hey, me and uh, Beaner in the competition, but you'll probably Stop, win. Yeah, They're already dead. <laughs> They're already dead. <laughs> Yeah, we're well, dirty. Yeah, I just magnificent off, thing. Like, last week. I know Ross okay. can Shut up, Johnny. <laughs> bragging, humble bragging. 100% of respondents <laughs> said they must be baby shaven. So, you guys, you all have hair on your face. No one is doing it. Oh, we... we... We, exactly. If the Leafs made the cup finals, me and Beaner would have nothing on our face. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> this is start. about as much as I'll go down to. I'm not I'm not going. It's like November. Like, I prep in August. It takes literally like 10 years off of me. I'm just not interested in doing that. Maybe when I'm in my 40s or 50s, but right now I'm just, I'm, I'm okay not getting carded. It's okay. I shaved today for you guys. Nice and smooth. It hides the double chin, <laughs> right? Like, I... I... <laughs> How to girl stuff. You looking I good. I'll be honest with you guys, I didn't even know I could grow this thing until like I grew it. It's the weird to say, like as stupid as it sounds, it's like like I didn't you know, a lot of guys do plan on growing their beard, right? They're like, Oh, I'm gonna grow this motherfucker out. Like as Beaner said, like he saw he's like you know, saw a little bit of little pube stash and he's like, Okay, I'm gonna do this. <laughs> and myself though, like when I had a little bit, I was like, oh, I'm gonna shave that off because I don't wanna look like Crosby. Like, no offense. I, like, I just like, I didn't want to I was like I knew it would look really bad. But then one day, I guess one month or two months, there was like a period where I just didn't shave. And I didn't even realize I didn't shave. And I just like looked in the mirror. I was like, wait a second, I have a beard. <laughs> I didn't even know I could grow it. But it did take till I was like 27. So like, just, you know, like not you everybody, dirty. you know, we're not all early risers when it comes to beards. Okay. Like I did not have one and I was not capable of growing one until 27. <laughs> so it is last year. Here. So last Guys, year, it was a great beard off day, between me and you though. this postseason. Beards aside, the stashes, the stash game here is on point. <laughs> I love it. All right, so uh, anything we should close it's off going. here? When's the next game? I can't keep track of these. I've been working. Wednesday. I literally worked until 5.30 in the morning. Wednesday. Okay, so... Wednesday. Um, Sadly, we're not going to be catching that one, unfortunately. Well, you'll be catching it. Um, I'll try to get us done work early. Oh, but, I'll be uh, catching it. <clears throat> I'll be on for the show not having watched the game on TV. I'll watch it on my phone. How about that? 
Deal. We'll uh, we'll catch you. It. You come stop by my workstation. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, Luke Man so, says you cannot do playoff yeah. leg hair. <laughs> How dare playoff you, Luke Man? Hair. I've been growing this since like September. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. So were you um, you're growing it in preparation for the heat. playoffs? <laughs> uh, no, it's just oh, hibernating man. in the winter. <laughs> oh, you know what? Now that I'm looking at it. I got these super cute Maple Leaf stickers from Dave Sport Mode on Twitter. And I don't know what to put this on. Um, any suggestions? I don't want to put it on a water bottle because nice. I don't want it to come off. Look at that thing, though. I want it to refocus. It's so cute. Kill. Right? It's like, what player is that supposed to be? That one's Mitch. And then I have one that's Austin. It's like and I don't Chibi know Mitch. I put it on your laptop. Yeah. <laughs> it's got this cool one, too. Well, the thing is, my laptop is currently, like, dying. Um, it doesn't really stay charged. Yeah, so I don't want to do that, but what's like a good no, permanent thing to put thing. a sticker on that's not going to Oh, like a Nalgene bottle. I feel like those like are pretty much like virginal with a sticker on. I could put it on your my forehead. phone, but I have a case on it. Okay, the, the, the side of your headphones? Oh, maybe I could do that, actually. Your bumper. It might stick. It might be a little, might be too big. Your last anyway. question, Johnny. Did any? Yeah. This is a there quick one. Did anybody miss Justin Hall? No. No. <laughs> Who's that? No, the Leafs played amazing defensively. Why would I miss Justin Hall? No. The Come only on. Leaf to do the Michigan this year. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So how do we think Tampa's going to come out swinging next game? Like, what do you think their meeting is like? I mean, the shots of John Cooper tonight were my favorite. He looked so mad. But what do you think his conversation is after this game with them? How do they approach the Leafs now? Kill Jack Campbell. Their effort is it's going to be tenfold compared to what it was tonight. They're going to come out really, really hot, and Leafs are really going to have to weather the storm, especially in the first five minutes. I think if they can manage well, that... Fair enough. It's going to oh, be I found the Matthews one. Look at this. Tonight. Speaking of stashes, look at that little guy. Oh, that's Ron Jeremy. That's Ron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did you guys catch... I don't know if you mentioned this when it happens, but uh, Jack Armstrong accidentally uh, mentioned Ron Jeremy instead of uh, somebody... Ron... Oh, Ron Burgundy, he was thinking of. And he called, he's, he <laughs> Hello. Mentioned. He's like, yeah, you know that guy, that guy, uh, Ron Jeremy. And everyone started laughing. He goes, what? What did I say? <laughs> oh, good one. All right. Tune in on uh, Wednesday Let's night. Check. We'll be back. Game two, baby. Let's do it. Let's go. You're listening to Leafs Late Night. Join our Discord. We're going to do another watch along. Thanks for letting us hear your Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Leafs Late Night, your night of post-game podcast. Available after every game on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, and more. <laughs> it's funny, we've never had to sit there for 30 seconds while that plays and do something. So well, thanks I think I get bye. On that, on that song. <laughs> I almost did. I almost did. Right. Did you say something right at the end of there? I missed that, Johnny. <laughs>